Hello everyone, Sarah's from Germany. My name is Judel Kescaboris and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road even when it's freezing cold and move themselves to the very next level. And today I have with me somebody that moved herself to the next level and above. Her name is Rebecca Raibeke. Rebecca, did I say that right this time? You did. Good to <laughs> Yay! Raise the roof. <laughs> Rebecca actually uh, pushed herself to, to the very next level and beyond, and we have her here as a guest. I'm very, very thankful for your time, Rebecca. Thank you very much for sharing your story with us. And um, just a little intro, you know, you've been running very short for a very short period of time, and uh, you've gone from 5K to ultra marathon at the moment, which is yeah. amazing. And this yeah. is since uh, for like five years. And uh, you've lost a significant amount of weight. You've left, you left or you melted a significant amount of, amount of weight uh, along, the, along the way. So I want to start by asking you, um, at which point uh, did you decide that something in your life had to change? Like, where were you at the moment that you said, I've had enough of this and something's got to give? Well, I feel like I had that moment many times um, in the course of my life when I was overweight and I reached so many low points and told myself multiple times, like, all right, this is going to be the time. This is when I'm going to make the change and I'm going to do this and I would be so gung-ho about it and then I would fail. So it was kind of like a yo-yo lifestyle as far as like wanting what, wanting to make this change and I would want it so badly and I would just keep giving up and it was really hard. In 2004, I lost my father tragically when I was 18 years old in an auto racing accident and that was obviously something super traumatic in my life and I dealt with like depression after his death and I kind of turned to food um, to help numb a lot of the pain that I was going through with that. So um, in 2006, I met my husband and we started dating um, and then obviously eventually got married. So it was 2012 and we had our 11 month old niece and our newborn daughter. And I felt like I was coming off of, you know, just having a baby and having another unexpected child with us that we were taking what we thought was gonna be temporary custody of. And I just felt like I wasn't in touch with myself and I was just trying to like survive and it just wasn't a good feeling at all. And so January 2013 came and I'd heard about a local 5K that was um, going to be held. There was actually a 5K and a half marathon at that race. And it was at the beginning, the start of the new year. And I just thought to myself, you know, this is a great way to kickstart, you know, a new lifestyle and moving forward. And I ran, I signed up for the 5K and I ran it. And it was really a challenging experience for me. I was very uncomfortable. I felt out of my element. Like I was in a lot of pain. And at that time it felt like a really long distance running 3.1 miles. And I finished the race in 39 minutes and I placed dead last in my age group. So I used that race and I told myself, okay, you know, I'm gonna um, really commit. This is gonna be it. This is gonna be the time that I'm gonna commit to living a healthier lifestyle and I'm gonna work hard this year, um, train. And um, the following year I was planning to run 
participate in the race again, but instead of the 5K, I was gonna run the half marathon. So time passed, I was in school full time to be a teacher and we were raising our two little ones. We still had, um, you know, our niece at the time. And um, so I would run a few miles here and there, but I never fully committed still with um, complementing it with a healthier diet. And the year passed, it was the very end of the year, and I went to my doctor and I was just like so fed up. I told him, I said, you know, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying to make better choices and run a few miles every day. And I just don't understand. Like, I thought there was a problem with me. Like, why am I not losing this weight? My doctor told me, he said, you know, that's great that you're running a few miles, but if you're not complementing it with a healthier diet, you're literally like spinning your wheels. Like, you're not benefiting yourself. And I got back to my car and I just started crying and I looked on the doctor report like why I was there and it said that the reason for my visit was for obesity and I was just like oh my goodness like this is crazy and it just was really eye-opening for me and something so simple as someone just telling you like listen change your diet like you need to change your diet and it just was so eye-opening and so simple at the same time so I really that you know for the second half of that year was really beating myself up just feeling like you know you you didn't do what you planned to do you failed you didn't your plan was to run this half marathon and it's too late like you screwed it up so it was just at that time when I met my doctor was a few weeks before the half marathon um, was going on and I started thinking to myself I was like you know what what if I just go out there and try to still run this thing even though I hadn't lost the weight and I started thinking about it and it was 10 years since I had lost my father. It was coming up on the 10 year mark that I lost my father and it was gonna be 10 miles more than my usual 3.1 mile distance. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this race and I'm gonna run it in his memory and I'm gonna run those 10 extra hard miles like, and have that signify you know, the 10 years that he'd been gone and how much I had been through. And I, signed up for the race and I I didn't even sign up for it in advance like on my way there when I was driving to the race I was like contemplating I'm like you know what I just I'm gonna do the 5k I'm gonna do the 5k I don't I'm not committed to this half marathon (laughs) but I went there and I signed up for it and again I felt totally out of my element I kept telling myself like you don't belong here like negative thoughts were trying to fill my head and I remember um just listening like the night before I put so much like positive music and uplifting messages on my um, phone to listen to and it literally helps me like every step of the way and I remember like my arms were like chafing so bad they were raw and inside my legs were like raw like it was it was really hard yeah it was you were chafing so where were you like under arms or what under my arms like raw (laughs) and you were bleeding Yes, it was terrible. Um, But I remember like being so close to that finish line and just thinking like, oh my goodness, like you are about to accomplish this. This is amazing. And I, you know, got close to the finish line and my sweet family, they were literally like one of the last few people there. And they were there at the finish line waiting for me. And it makes me like scared to think about. But there was like the timing company there and the DJ and literally a few people that were there for the race. And that was it. Like I was the last person, one of the last few to arrive. And I, again, I got dead last in my age group. But this time, how, 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 finished, sure. how long did it take to enter? How long did it take you to do that first half marathon? It was three hours. 
Okay. Okay. Um, So this time though, like I had a newfound confidence because I'd accomplished this. And in my eyes at that time, it was like I completed an Ironman or something. Like it was a huge accomplishment for me in my life. It's a huge thing. It's not a short distance. It's not a joke. Yeah. And this was a smaller um, local race, but there was a lot of fast runners in it. So that's, um, so with that, finishing that half marathon, it really did give me that newfound confidence. And I was like, man, if I'm able to accomplish this, like I'm able to accomplish this diet. So I kept what my doctor told me in mind. And I, the next weekend signed up for another half marathon and I was still like so sore, still recovering, but or not half marathon, 5k. I was, I signed up for a 5k. <laughs> um, and I was still really sore from the half marathon, but I just wanted to put myself in that positive environment again. And I was like, I need more of this. And the 5Ks really helped me um, as far as motivating me because they gave me like a starting point. Like I crossed that finish line, but that was literally like just the beginning for me. That was my start. And running really helped me give me something to work towards because I love seeing like those small milestones where I was accomplishing, you know, these small things where I was able to run a five miles and six miles and I was able to run a mile and 11 minutes and then 10 minutes and then like I worked so hard to run a mile under nine minutes and it made me want to eat better because I was wanting to improve my 5k time and I knew that you know eating healthier would help me accomplish that so I would always think in my mind I'm like okay, well, is this food going to help me or hurt me? Is this food going to help me run faster or slower? And I would think of like, okay, I have, I'm signed up for a 5k this weekend. Do I want this like unhealthy food in my stomach? And I just kind of made myself think of it that way. And it really helps me mentally. So I started, I downloaded an app and I started scanning like everything that I was eating or about to eat. And it was completely eye opening for me. And I really focused on eating like live food for live bodies. So before when I would, you know, think about eating something or when I was like quote unquote dieting, like I didn't care really like what the ingredients were inside of it. But if it had a low amount of fat grams inside, I thought it was healthy, but it was made in a factory by a man and there was no nutritional value to it. But that's just, I just wasn't really educated. So I literally like had to educate myself on diet and nutrition and what was beneficial for me. And I was eating so many empty calories and drinking more than I should um, in the past. And I wasn't doing myself any favors. And um, so just like educating myself, it just helped me so much. Yeah. It makes it, you, you actually did uh, probably unconsciously because this happens actually naturally when somebody changes something when you adopt a a small habit a small healthy habit it becomes the keystone to um to motivate you to change so many other habits around that and that's why you know you saw yourself that running was your thing the same thing happened to me running was my thing and we needed to change our eating habits in order to support that running it's like why give your body stuff that's going to make you run worse and feel worse when you come out of it you know when you have other options thankfully you know, right. I say we folks in the first world, we are so fortunate and blessed 
still have options yet yes. we keep choosing the exactly. wrong stuff over yeah. and over and over again <laughs> totally totally and it's hard like emotionally it's hard and psychologically it's hard because I say like this food, bad food is literally all around you. So it takes some really extreme willpower to be like, no, thank you. No, I don't want that. You know, like passing up all of these unhealthy options. Like our society really does not make it easy for us. So you have to fight and you have to just have that knowledge and that foundation to tell yourself, like to understand the negative effects that it has on you. And once exactly. you have that understanding, you it, it gives you the strength to say no and, and make healthier choices. Exactly, exactly. So you change your eating habits and how long did it take you to completely change your eating habits and just shed off the, like how many pounds did you lose? Well, I, I would say that it took me like, maybe like three months to really make that good, transformation as far as like my diet like it, it slowly like I started making um slow semi-slow changes like I once I educated myself I was like okay this is good this is bad you know so um I I slowly started cutting certain things out that I knew that um you know wasn't helping me but I was able to lose 80 pounds in 10 months and my husband also lost 50 pounds so wow. that was really awesome. Yeah, like he just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> just with my healthier cooking and, you know. Yeah. Um, but so that was really exciting and it was really cool for us to be able to do together. So Yeah, that's that's actually key and that's really important uh, when you're trying to lose weight and changing your lifestyle. It's so important that the family is on board because yeah. it really helps you maintain that, right? Like it becomes a family thing, like family that eats healthy together stays together, you know, or whatnot. So it's, it's really great. And you have children and this is something that you pass on to your children, right? This healthy eating habit and healthy, uh, and healthy, uh, styles and, and things, lifestyle, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So after, you know, I lost the weight, I signed up for, um, my second half marathon and that was 10 months after the original one that I ran when I was over 220 pounds. And when I ran my second half marathon, um, I ran that one 43 minutes faster. And then, so I went back a year later to the same half marathon, the Deleon Springs one that I had ran the year before at 220 pounds. And I signed up for that one in advance this time. <laughs> so I was already registered. And I ran that one an hour faster and I got first place in my age group. So I went wow. from last place to first place in the course of a year. And it was really, really, really amazing and awesome. And since then, like I said, my husband's lost the 50 pounds and we adopted our niece. We legally adopted her. So we have two little girls now and they're six and seven and they love running. Like they don't even know any different. Like they That's wear their little awesome. watches and they run in five K's and I feel like, you know, the fact that in the beginning when I was talking about like having two young kids, like I feel like you can let that consume you and when you're working and going to school full time, like life is hectic and it's really hard. Like just doing the maintenance on yourself, like taking care of your, your own self and your home and your work and your school and your kids and your animals and everything, like you lose sight. It, it's very, very easy to lose sight of like who you are physically and emotionally and I feel like putting yourself just healthy environments and 
keeping that healthy food around you. Like it's helped our family so much. And, you know, we didn't let the fact that we did have two little girls stop us because we got a jogging stroller and we signed up for every race we could. Like I started at the back of the pack and just, just not letting things that are challenging stop you from being better. And exactly. There's so yeah. there's a saying that goes, when there's a will, there's a way. Totally. Right. And um, I think it was, was it today or yesterday? I put out a, post, a podcast talking about um, how you can always make time, right? Like if you get up at seven in the morning and you don't think you have time, there is always six in the morning. There and, <laughs> and there, you know, there, you, you can make the time. And the thing of it is, is that you think that if you get out that much earlier to run, that you're not going to be functioning. You know, we, we put in our heads that I don't function at this hour, but really, have you tried it? Right. You know, if right. you go out there and just try it, you'll see that you'll have even more energy and you are more functional than when you would wake when you wake up one hour later yes. on your normal thing, you know? And that's exactly when you have children. Um, when you have children like you you started when the when the girls were small, um, yes. you you know, how did you manage the time and work and everything? Where did you find the time to train? It was really hard and that's kind of a funny story to me because it was it was really hard like my husband was working and I was in school like I said full-time to be a teacher and I like we would go to the park and I would literally run laps around the park that they were playing and it would be like point zero seven like it wasn't even a tenth of a mile where I would just like run little baby laps around or like there was one time I remember my husband went to the car wash and I was like all right there's a line at the car wash I'm gonna go run around the gas station and I put in a mile and I would went and ran <laughs> in 10 mile like I look for those little I call them like golden opportunities because you right. think you can get a mile in. even if you're running like a 13 minute mile that's 13 minutes and a mile one mile is better than nothing exactly so it, I look at it is like even if I get one mile in a day I'm happy with that I'm proud of that and I feel like just getting yourself out there it keeps you in the game and it keeps your body and your mind in check so I think that a lot of times with running we put this like pressure on ourselves that we need to be putting in this amount of miles a day in order to be successful and that's not what it is because that's not realistic like life does get in the way and as much as I would love to create like a training plan for myself and say you know like map it out for the month and be like on this you know weekend I'm gonna put in a 30 mile run or something that's just not realistic and for me I don't like that as much as I love running I love running but I do not like that pressure to feel like oh I have to do it on this day at that much for some people that works and that's great but for me I just want to run because I love to run and I, I don't I haven't lost that passion and I think it's because you know I just made it enjoyable and even when I started out when I was you know overweight and obese like I didn't think of it that running was hard for me because I was overweight like I had to change my mentality to think that running is hard for me because I I haven't done it enough I haven't built up my cardio you know vascular system enough and even people that I would talk to, you know, they found out that I was running a lot. They were like 120 pounds and they would say, I can't believe you're running, you know, this far. I can't believe you did a half marathon. And for me, looking at them, I would think that it would be so easy for them, but it's not. Even for people 
that are, you know, you look at with a body that you would die for doesn't mean that they're an amazing runner. And I had to change my perspective and look at running as a skill and something that I literally had to practice. Just like you have to practice, like learning to play the piano or, you know, a sport. Like running for me was a skill that I needed to practice. And I wasn't bad at it because I was overweight. I was bad at it because I just needed more practice. Exactly. So, with those miles, with those one mile a day, even and at a time, one literally one mile at a time, like I lost the weight and I, I became a better, I built my endurance and it was really amazing. Like when it started coming together like that, because it was just so exciting. Cause it like, you know, combined, I was a faster runner. I was losing weight. I was feeling amazing. And just that feeling, like I, I miss that feeling of just like, how how that happened because it was very very inspiring so it's like i feel like if someone can just get over that initial hard point and tell yourself in the beginning it's okay it's gonna be hard like remind yourself of that it's gonna be hard but it does get easier and when it does start to get easier it just gets better and better and better and it's just it was so much fun then you push yourself to the next level <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah it's kind of, it's very definitely very nice to see the change right when things are changing where your your yeah. body's changing your your endurance is, is changing you're becoming yes. stronger you're becoming faster and yeah. then you know then you plateau a little bit so then right. you just pick up the kilometers and do right. ultra marathons like you <laughs> but there is yeah. always there is definitely a lot of fun in running and uh, some people do need structure I, yeah. I tend to agree with you that um, it's just you know it's just put on your shoes and go you yeah. know because yeah. it's it's not it all happens along the way you right. will discover totally. along the way but not everyone has the same uh, ability to stick to something like this right to actually really right. find the joy in it because like you said right. you were listening to a lot of positive things right and that's exactly what keeps you going the fact that you you think that you can't the minute that you think that you can't that's the minute that you stop and you're going to come back home or you don't get out at all right so it's it's yeah. 100% mindset, you know, 100% mindset, all of it. it is. Yeah. And yeah. in terms of body types, I mean, you mentioned something really, really interesting. And it's that you see people that were thinner than you or, you know, half the pounds and they couldn't run right. a, a mile like right. you did, for example. Right. But it is absolutely right. right. Like I've seen on my on marathons that I've run, I've seen women that are like double the size as I am finishing yes. at the same time that I am you know yes. it really has nothing to do with your body form your, your you know your body type it's just right. important to keep on moving and exercising you right. know and Definitely. some people are just you know they're just uh, their body forms are different right they yes. have to love and accept their bodies the way it is but the important mm -hmm. thing is to keep on moving everything yes. will unfold I mean look at you Right. <laughs> 80 pounds in 10 months and just running your own race like focusing on you like it's about you and yourself and I think that that's just what's inspiring because that's what you know that's what you're you're doing it not for I you know of course you 
you feel better when you look, but you feel like you look better. And it's not even just that I look better, like I literally physically do feel better, but it's literally about your health and your well being. And if I continued on the path that I was on, like I don't even know what I would look like or, you know, where I would be. And I feel like it was just something that was just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse because I just couldn't keep living like that. So it's just helped, it's helped our marriage and, you know, helped me as a mother and just a human being. And I'm just very thankful. That yeah. And, and it's, it's actually, it, you know, you do have a chemical reaction uh, in your body, right? You release endorphins, you are going to be feeling happier and more energetic. There's, it's just, it's, science right like it happened that that if it's really what happens you know i can get out there like at six o'clock in the morning and do a half an hour run before i wake up the kids and i come back and i'm just like excited let's go people let's get up what do you mean you're tired you know because it just really does that to you running yeah. does that to you i mean running you, you want to run okay fine don't do it take a trampoline and start jumping you know whatever thing it's just getting your cardiovascular pumping and you know i know that um I know that uh, you know being overweight is actually something that's very sensitive for a lot of people right but you know the thing that people really need to t- uh, look at and it's what you did for example you went to the doctor and it just hit you you are obese it's right. not even about the looks right it's about right. the health implications that that has totally. being obese you know okay it's uncomfortable for the person that is obese you know you probably are uncomfortable shopping and there are all the all these other social stigmas associated with it but if you push that aside that it's just it's a really dangerous place to be on for your own health and for yourself right because there's a lot of problems that come associated with that and you know i i personally wish i could just help everybody that i could help to to get in shape running you know and eating better because um because it is possible and you are proof of that yeah thank you and I know, like, I try to tell people, like, I know how hard it is. And even now, like, I feel like I've tried to do, like, everything right. And still, like, my body is not, like, picture perfect. And that's not, like, that's not a reality. So I do try to share pictures of, like, you know, what my stomach looks like now after the fact. Because I don't ever want to give a false representation of, you know, what, who I am or what I look like. Because... Like no one is perfect and we all have things that, you know, we wish maybe looked different, but I just feel like even more so than just appearance, just like mentally how much it's helped me. And it's just, I love like being able to help inspire others and encourage people. And that helps me too in return. And I see, you know, the amazing change it's had on our family and I just enjoy helping others. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rebecca, how many races have you run since you started your journey just uh, five years ago? Your yeah. baby baby journey that you have. <laughs> I know. I I really like. We have run so many five Ks. Like it's it's out of control. I really don't even know how many five Ks we've run. But um, it's really cool because you know we started out in the stroller. I first started out in like a. A double stroller that wasn't even a jogging stroller and like the wheel the front wheels would like spin <laughs> out of control so we upgraded eventually to a jogging stroller a double jogging stroller and that was really exciting so you know I was running with them and people like 
running even with a stroller like you think like oh you'll be like you know you're at a disadvantage or whatever but like I like when I don't run with a stroller now because our girls are bigger I'm like man I miss that like during on the course people would be like good job like so many people were so nice and so encouraging and it was inspiring for me yeah um but um, I ran a half marathon with pushing the girls in the stroller, and that was really cool because that was something I wanted to accomplish before they were, you know, too big for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I ran a lot of half marathons, and then I've done a few marathons. A and then I did my first ever ultra marathon, and that was a 50 mile. So that was double, you know, pretty much double my longest amount ever. Wow. And then after I did that last December, so December <laughs> 17. And wow. then I did a 12-hour race and a 50k trail race. So those that were is amazing. Yes. You are amazing woman. You've got a few a few kilometers uh, uh, ahead of me, actually. <laughs> that is a week from tomorrow. I'm attempting my longest distance yet, and it's 100 miles. Oh so, my god. I know. I'm it's really a week, excited. It's a week from tomorrow? Is It is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> 100 miles. That That is almost 200 kilometers, people. This is one. 166, right? Kilometers. Wow. That That's is so crazy. <laughs> so how have you prepared for this 100 mile race? Well... I run a lot, but like I said, I'm a teacher and a mom and I'm not like a professional runner and you know, I don't, I wish I had all day every day to run, but I don't. So I feel like I run consistently, like at least five times a week, five, six times a week. But I really, for this race, I feel like I've really prepared my mind mentally. I'm just, I'm just feel like that's been my my focus for this because I I can I can run I don't consider myself a fast runner I just ran my fastest 5k a few weeks ago which was really exciting because I had not beat my fastest time in like over a year so that's awesome how how fast was the fastest 5k 2240 (sighs) 2240 yes that is fast Thank you. I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me because sometimes I, I feel like I either have to focus on like just speed or just like long distance runs. So I, I try to balance both of them because I want to be good at both, but it's yeah. still kind of hard, you know, at the same yeah. time. Um, so I, what was I saying? I'm t- I don't know. I just feel we were, like we were, I, we were on training for the yeah. hundred mile, yes. hundred mile marathon. Well, my last two ultras that I've done have been trail ultras, and they were very, it was a very technical courses and very hot. So I feel like um, the 50 mile was easier for me because I, I'm really good. I feel like it's just getting like a set it and forget it pace. Like I can just run like a nine, 20 mile, you know, for a really long time consistently. Yeah. So just to run it on a sidewalk because it's on a paved course so and just just run it do my best I'll probably during the 50 mile I, I did run the whole time like while on the course and I stopped at the aid stations for a few minutes but um I know probably I'm sure by mile 80 I'll probably be walking a little bit 
I so would think. How long did it take you to do the 50-mile ultramarathon? The 50-mile, um, it was 10 hours and 40 minutes. Wow. So I ran, I ran the whole way, but then, you know, like stopping at the aid stations affected my overall pace. But yeah. um, overall, it was like a 1249-mile. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty You're rocking it. Baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, only five years running is rocking it. <laughs> that is amazing. And that's what I love about running because it's something that like literally anyone can sign up and do. Like it's not something that you need to be like enrolled and taking classes or something like right. If you think about it, like what else can you do that you can just jump in and be like an athlete and be a part of? And exactly. I just love that. And it's so inspiring. And if you can just, that's why I encourage people, like if you can just sign up for a 5K, like don't train for a 5K. Use the 5K that you sign up for and use that as a training run. Like right. putting yourself in that environment and the price to sign up for it is a cheap price to pay for your happiness and your health. Right. Because, you know, like think of that as your gym membership. And that's what I love about running versus the gym. I love the gym, but versus a gym, like you, we go there and it's like, you know, you work out and you do feel good. It's beneficial. Like I'm not knocking it at all, but you leave and you're like, okay, that was, that was cool. But it's like, for me, for running, I loved it because it gave me literally, like I was physically seeing the progress, you know, and, and accomplishing those milestones and it gives you something to work towards and you're in that positive environment and it's fun and upbeat and inspiring yeah. and you see other people accomplishing these things and I love waiting around for the last person to arrive and like cheering for them coming in you know like it makes me want to cry because yeah, yeah. You see these people and you know everyone has different stories and it's just it's not all about the speed and being the fastest like it's just I love it and Right, right, right. I was at a, I was at a 10K here in Munich last time, uh, yeah, this October, and uh, I was accompanying a friend of mine, right, and uh, I was super excited to see her finish her very first 10K, but while I was waiting there, <laughs> while I was waiting there, I was like yelling at the people that were coming, come on, just a few meters, you got it, you got it. And there was like, I'm in Germany, right? Like people don't scream like that. That's so, funny. <laughs> so I'm like the crazy girl with a big oh. mouth and people are like looking at me and I'm like, yeah, that's right, come on, you almost got it. Oh, <laughs> it's fun. it's really yeah it's really I mean yeah. for me this is it's also like totally lights my fire if you want to yeah. call it that way but the, yeah. the beauty about running is and I tell everybody it's something that you you know you can do anywhere anytime totally. under any weather conditions you yes. can be on vacation you don't need to worry about it all you need to do is bring your running shoes with you yeah. you know and it's just it's just with you all the time you don't have yeah. to wait for the gym to open you don't have to wait for machines to be cleared you don't have to wait for anything you just put on your shoes and you go because everywhere yeah. in the world there's some road or some trail that needs your stepping you know yeah yeah totally. <laughs> so it's, it's you know like just running in itself and that's what i love too you're literally free though like you can go wherever you want you know like it's very freeing Exactly, exactly. Yes. It's a beautiful experience. So what would you say yeah. to some, actually, what would you say to somebody that comes to you tomorrow, has never hit the road, what would you say to them so that they can start running? 
Well, I get so many sweet Facebook messages all the time and people like literally so many people like pouring their hearts out to me and they're just like in despair and just frustrated. And I would just say like, don't overcomplicate it. Like, this is what I'm telling myself because for me, I would make excuses, but you know, we all hear like the easiest part is just getting yourself out the door. And it's like, if you can literally just do that, do it. And you don't put the stress on yourself that, you know, you need to, you know, be at this certain level at a certain time, just go with it. And a body motion stays in motion. And I, I like that thing too, because it's like when you're out there and you're doing it, like you want more, but you have to literally, you have to put yourself out there. You have to put yourself on the road. You have to put yourself out there in order to sign up for a 5k or, you know, call someone up and say, do you want to meet me for a run? Like you have to put yourself outside of that comfort zone. And it literally is a comfort zone. For me, it was psychologically outside of my comfort zone because I felt like so overweight and I didn't fit in and I was totally uncomfortable. But just like keeping on and you know, having that faith in the process and having that faith in yourself that if you stick with this, it, it will get easier. And good things don't come easy. Like it's, it's hard, it's not easy you know to be in shape and to be a healthy person in this day and age because like I said like our environment makes it very challenging but just knowing that you have the strength to to be strong and to overcome and to be your greatest you that you can possibly be and I just feel like I can say this because I've been there and I know I know the lows and I know the highs that you know I you can experience from both and there's no food or no bag of chips or no fast food that could ever taste as good as the way that I feel right now. And just surrounding yourself and setting yourself up for success, whether that be like, you know, watching documentaries online about people and a healthy lifestyle and just totally educating yourself and filling your playlist with things that are inspiring and uplifting, you know, reaching out to people that you know are living a healthy lifestyle that you wanna with you know like finding a running coach if that you know is an option for you and having that accountability is awesome because I didn't even know about you know that that was even an option at the time so for a lot of people you know they 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 have they, they don't have that strength and I didn't either for so many years but just like you have to take that initiative and it's not easy and you have to work for it but you you learn to love it so exactly that's really you adapt. So one one last thing, what kind of positive things do you recommend for people to hear so that they can switch their mind to I love listen, I love listening to Christian music and you know, I like T D Jakes and positive messages. I like um like Lecrae and Capital Kings, like just that happy like I can't listen to neg like music that talks about bad things and it's not because like, oh, you know, I my church ears can't hear that that's not it but it's just like for me it's it makes me like just feel bleh. i just don't like it and it, so, it no absolutely i mean the yeah. words the words that the your words brain receives terrible. Really? so that yes that for me has been like and i'll share videos that i love listening to i love listening to like just like and and i love listening to like christian stuff but even just there's like if you Google like on YouTube, like um, gym motivation or something, there's just these like messages that are just like affirmations on your life. Like 
And for me, like I'll be running and I literally will get like goosebumps while listening to some of this stuff. And I listen to them during my ultra runs. So like that has been a huge like motivator for me. And I have a few close friends that like will exchange the same types of videos. And like, for me, there's nothing better than like going on a run, listening to this, because I feel like you're filling your, you know, you're helping your body and your mind at the same time. And that is just like, I will, there's, I, it's just amazing for yeah, me. It, so, it really is. Uh, yeah. A positive mind, I mean, yeah. that's, that makes the body do positive things. Yeah, and, and when I first signed up for um, that original half marathon that I ran, um, I remember listening to, there was a positive, um, it was The Grind. Welcome to The Grind. It was a Nike video. And you guys should check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, but I, before, like, they were, um, saying like on your market set go like right when they said that I played that video in my head and it was just like oh it, it was like the first tenth of a mile and I was just had goosebumps and I was just like I don't know like that sets the tone for you and it's like silly as it is like we'll like go to a 5k and I'll put on like jock jams like silly music just like you know like get yourself pumped up like make yourself a protein shake or something that makes you happy and that that's what we enjoy doing and it sounds silly but it's yeah. pretty no no but it's 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 super important it's super yeah. important to think positive and to into into you know uh, do not allow toxic thoughts and toxic things no. to enter your mind because yes. you will only be bogged down by it yes. right and I know that I know that you know I, I know you mentioned at the beginning you were depressed when your father passed away I was also there with yeah. you um, when I was separated and only positive thoughts and running actually yeah. helped me that really yeah. is the way it is you know to get up in the morning and say okay I'm a separated woman which is not what right. I wanted to be but my children are sleeping soundly in a warm, yeah. comfortable bed. And this yeah. warm coffee that I have in my hand, yeah. <laughs> I thank God that I can have this. Like exactly. some people can't, you know? Yeah. And I started to, and then when you're, when you're looking at those tiny, small little things in your life and how blessed you are to have them, you yeah. feel a joy in your heart, like a, a genuine joy. Yeah. That starts to flip everything around and i know that you know we go from running to eating to everybody everything is coming together to make exactly. to make exactly. you a better you and all of yeah. that you need all of those little pieces in order for you to keep on going and stay yes. on the on the road you know yeah. there's, <laughs> so, a, there's a td jakes video that i suggest people listening to it's called the mind and it talks about like how you're scared of like um a snake or something because um, it's it's like weapon is poison. You're scared, or like a, an eagle has a weapon of wings. Like the God God gave it the gift of wings, or you know a lion to run or to roar. And it's like all of these things. But it's like you could get in your car and escape the lion, or you could you know use a gun. You've never seen a a, a, a snake holding a gun. But what God gave you, God gave you the gift of your mind, and that's something that like you know these things that other animals it's hard to explain for me but it's like we have the gift of the mind and that's our power and you have to fuel it and feed it with the right things like I will turn off the news and we'll listen to just like upbeat happy music when I'm washing dishes because it's it's just so powerful and you you really have to be mindful of what you fill your mind with and I just suggest 
anyone, whatever you, whatever inspires you, listen to it and fill your mind with it so full that nothing bad can, you know, overpower the negative. Exactly, exactly. Oh, Rebecca, we are so on the same plate, you and I. I know, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So this is wonderful, Rebecca. So in a week from now or... Yeah, a week and a day from now, you're going to be a 100-mile ultramarathoner. I would love to have you again and hear how that went. I would love to. Thank you. I love your podcast. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, I really appreciate your time, really, from the bottom of my heart. This is really gold for me. I really appreciate you sharing your story. It's very inspiring. And I want to know where can people learn more about, for, about you and your story? Well, they can follow me on Facebook. I love to share my story on there and, you know, help inspire others. But my name is just Rebecca. It's R-E-B-E-C-C-A. And then Rybick, E-R-Y, and then B, like boy, I-C-K-I. And then I also have a blog where I share some of my story on there. And it's just Kev, it's K-E-V, and then Beck, B-E-C.com like for Kevin and Rebecca. So kevbeck.com. Okay. Kev, kevbeck.com and yes. Rebecca Rybicki. Yes. Facebook. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I will also drop a link of your blog and your Facebook on the description of this podcast so that anybody that wants to hear and know more about what happened after the ultra, they want to be the first ones to know what happened after this ultra marathon, they can go check it out there. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you so much. And with that, my fabulous listeners, this fabulous podcast has come to an end. I appreciate very, very much your time. Uh, it's the best gift that you can give me. And I will see you next time. <laughs> Ciao.